Hi, this is Greg Ferraro from the Packet Pushers, and today we're back at the IETF 99 conference interviewing... Rémi Léon. Ah, hello, Rémi Léon. That's very French, I imagine. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh... You, you, you have a very broad French accent. That's oh, not a bad thing. Oh, really? Whatever gives it out. <laughs> so, um, what we're doing here is this is kind of an open mic session where anybody can come up and do a bit of a session with us. So tell me what it is you want to talk about. I want to talk about the F-Interop project. It's mm. a European research project that is about testing network interoperability. Okay, so interoperability in terms of testing different vendors' networking equipment? Indeed. So no. uh, our goal is to make plug tests happen remotely and easily. Mm. We want to make uh, testing far easier for, uh, for network vendors and in particular for IoT uh, network vendors because uh, in, this, in this space, uh, interoperability is not a main concern, yeah. especially for industrial, uh, industrial network. So we want to make it easy and lower the bar of entry for having uh, uh, interoperable so doing, devices. So if I understand you correctly, you're building an open source testing platform for the networking in IoT devices yeah. in the hope that IoT makers, people making IoT things, can use this as part of their test suite yeah. so that when they make a device, they can run this test suite across their final fin finished device and so that to validate that it works is it secure does it uh, or, yeah or? so uh, our goal is to support like uh, network protocols so yeah. at the moment we support the co-op network protocol it's basically an adaptation of http for constrained devices that okay. run on top of udp and uh, we basically test client and servers so we send mm. requests we see how the device uh, answers and we can do it in remote so the right. device can be a server we so send is that, it a request is that an agent that you put into the device itself into the device code no, we, we don't touch to the de device code. We right. only send stimuli. We sniff everything that is yes. sent between the our probe and, right. and the devices. We put all the all the sniffed information up to our cloud and we yes. analyze it. Right. Mm. So you you have a server. I have an IoT device. You configure the IoT to talk to your server, or you're just sniffing. No, I'm just sniffing. Just I, sniffing. I, I'm right. just having an agent that you can install, you can download. You yeah. run it on on your on your um, premises. Yes. And we, I control it remotely. I can trigger it remotely to send certain stimuli. Yes. And see how you answer. And if you answer correctly, if you respect all the RFC, you pass a certain yeah. uh, certain test. So what about if the device is sending encrypted? What if it's HTTPS or TLS 1.2, 1.3 encrypted data? Uh, in this kind of situation, we will need the, the, the key and the yes. certificate. Right. But as soon as well, you give us... Well, whoever's got the software would yeah. have to have the key. Yeah. 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 Right. As soon as you give us the key, so you can have a yeah. fake key uh, uh, on all of this, as soon as you give us the key or the certificate for it, we can decipher everything right. and see and analyze each frame. We are, uh, we are using Wireshark at mm -hmm. the moment to analyze uh, certain packets. Yes. And we contribute to the Wireshark open source project to uh -huh. make the dissector both uh, used by the community and, and uh, having the community fixes, um, fixing the, the dissector for all of us, right. for us to use. So as a customer of a device, I couldn't use it to validate something that I'm about to buy and check that the... So if I was about to buy a bunch of IoT sensors for a building that I owned... Yeah. Could I use it to validate those devices? Because you're sure. probably not going to get the key. Ah, uh, in in that kind of situation, probably not. But you can or mm. uh, you can verify that if you send a certain stimuli, you get the right answer, and you can yeah. see if you if you can if you turn it on on your on your premises, will it crash? Uh, will uh, will it configure? Will you get your root right? Will you right. get your IP right? So it's this kind of situation that we want to test. We want to test yes. that devices can communicate reliably between each other. But I could also use it to monitor as well. So if I can get a capture, a packet capture, and send it off to the software, 
yeah. on a reliable basis, then I could use it to monitor the devices over a sustained period as a validation, or is it really meant to be a one-suite? What do you mean by moni monitor? What do you want like to continue monitor? to monitor on an ongoing basis? Because uh, so a lot of IoT devices that you get today have no status or reporting or monitoring. It's only what you get from somebody's IoT platform like Jasper or mm -hmm. AWS Greenfield or, or, or you know, whatever it is. And they'll tell you if the device is up or down. But they can't tell you the quality of the network. They can't tell you whether the device is unstable. We have a probe, and we can configure the probe to trigger and sniff mm -hmm. all the information that is required. Right. So as soon as you, the test that you want to, to perform is supported by our platform, we can run it for as long as you need. Right. But we mostly aim for uh, conformance and interoperability. So yes. testing that you uh, It's the sort of thing sounds... I'm just trying to understand exactly where it fits. But to me, it sounds best like... If you're a manufacturer of a device, this would be the best fit. Yeah. If you're a customer of a device, then you might be able to make use of it or adapt it to your purposes if you could get the key. Yeah, it, it's mostly it's mostly based for uh, make for implementers like people that are going to implement a network yeah, yeah, protocols. Yeah. We want to uh, make it easy for uh, for implementation to spawn and to mm -hmm. be reliable and tested. So when you're testing, so what you're taking the packets, you receive them, you must de-encapsulate the payload out yeah. and then reassemble it from the Wireshark to Sector, yep. right? So fundamentally, Wireshark's a key part of that. And that's hosted in the cloud, or is that something that I can download and, and reuse uh, as, a, as a module? It's, uh, it's, uh, you, you, we, we when we open a session, a test session, mm -hmm. we have basically an MQP bus that runs. Yeah. So component can send messages and receive messages. We have, yeah. uh, we have a very distributed uh, system. So you could completely imagine having your dissector in place talking yep. on this bus. But at the moment, we want to make it easy for our users so the dissector is running on our side yep. and we provide a nice interface and API yep. to communicate and get the, the capture. So it's something in the cloud that I would yep. use. I would rent it? It's... Or is it uh, open source? So I could, could at, I... at the moment, at the moment, we haven't decided yet. We yeah. are kind of um, receiving feedback from users. We already yeah. got a plug test yes. uh, here at IoTF, and we want to uh, we want to implement the feedback that we received during uh, the 60-ish uh, plug test that happened at IoTF. Right. And uh, once we will have like a clear idea of who are our customer, who uh, what is the pricing that we might need, yep. then we will uh, we will have um, an idea like about a, what you get. An, so an now it's a research project out of yep. which university? Uh, it's uh, a European research project, so there is several uh, actors running into it. We have uh, INRIA uh, in Paris, uh, to which I belong. Yep. You have INRIA Center in Rennes. Mm -hmm. You have people in uh, Switzerland. Oh, INRIA. In... Yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. INRIA in... is like a big, it's kind of like a commercial incubator. Mm. It's, it's an odd one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it's a research institute. Yes. We, we have scientists, we have postdoc, PhD, yep. all these kind of things. But we are definitely a company friendly, yeah. and we definitely want to do computer science that matters. Yeah. That's a, a clear, a clear job that we got. Sure. Uh, so we got people from Inria in Paris. Yes. We have people from Belgium, from Switzerland, um, uh, from London. Yes. We have people from, from all over, from all over Europe contributing it's to the European project. Research project. So there's so a lot of people. A lot of people engaged and stuff yeah. like that. So if people wanted to find out more about where your your project, where would they go? Uh, go to f-interop.eu mm -hmm. and uh, you can uh, know more about uh, our news, our overview, what we aim to achieve. 
and uh, you can uh, send us an email. Uh, you can. Uh, yep. You will have uh, my email in yep. the show notes. Uh, well, what we'll do is we'll put a, we'll put the link in the show notes. Right, you thanks. can email it to me just after we finish recording. Yeah. And then uh, if anybody wants to, they can head over to packetpushes.net mm. and look for the blog post that accompanies uh, accompanies this, and you'll be able to find out where to go and hit the homepage for this project. Can you say the name of it again so people can hear it? F interop F interop.eu. Okay. And uh, this is Greg. I'm at IETF in 99. Thanks to Huawei for providing us with the financial support to come here. Uh, as always, you can contact us, packetpushes at gmail.com if you've got any questions. Check out the website. And always remember that too much technology will never, never be, be enough. enough. <laughs>